Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Good morning. This is like, I'm so stereotypically happy, but I have a reason to be happy. So I think this is a day that will almost go down in history. Good morning, everybody. This is Sia Sanguinifin, a.k.a. Sia the Intern. I used to run away from that term, but now I'm finally honing it. It's possible. And this is the very first episode of Hashtag Hands Across SA. And I will be here for the whole hour, but I'm not doing this alone. Absolutely not. I have Brent with me. Hello, Brent. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I, I'm... Yo, let's not even go into me. I feel like I had a good dose of some narcotics and I'm now happy. Well, this is what it's all about. We're here to be happy and, and to spread the good stuff. It's Hands Across South Africa with you and me. Yeah. And I'm excited that we're launching. This is, I'm super amped to be here. This is exciting. And here's the thing. I don't want people, you know, I don't want us to sound like a cult that like we're now just spreading good times, happiness, and please love, and, you know, it's just scaring people away. But I think everybody goes out there, and as much as you may have a busy day and whatever you may go out and do, et cetera, et cetera, if you have a hectic lifestyle or whatever, at the end of the day, you can sometimes feel like, ugh. Yeah, and that's just, yeah. That's why we need to start it out right. This is this is Tuesday, and you need to choose to to embrace the happiness and the good news. There's There's just too much bad stuff happening in the world. So Tuesday with a C H O O S E. Yes, Tuesday. This is this is Tuesday. Good news. Hands across South Africa. So let's just break the whole show down. So hands across SA, hashtag hands across SA. By the way, we're the only people allowed to use it, right? Yeah, that's okay. cop- that's copyrighted. So every single person who wants to join into the conversation, all you have to do is just tweet us with a hashtag hands across SA. Alternatively, then on cliffcentral.com, at cliffcentral.com on Twitter, or then at CSFI, at S-I-S-A-F-Y. That's my personal handle. Yours, Brent, is... is Brent Lindeque. You can follow me on Twitter at Brent Lindeque. And like you said, it's cliffcentral.com, yeah. or the hashtag hands across SA. So the name the show basically we got simply from one of nelson mandela's last public speeches it was in hyde park years ago where he said you know it's in your hands to make a world a better place so even though it is sa you know sa is in the title of the our show we aren't focusing on sa you know i think we just have to have a better outlook on life as a whole we're from south africa so so that's where that comes yeah. from but we're, we're concentrating on on the whole world there's so much good out there that we could talk about and and that's that that's our focus, and yeah. uh, we want you guys to get involved with the conversations as well. So okay, so let's get it started and let's break people down. Why specifically us? I may have you know almost verbal diarrhea, but it's not you know that's not why I'm here doing this show. So Brent, let's just break it down. People know you from the massive Nick nomination guy who actually went out and do good. Let's go back to that story. When was it? It was at the beginning uh, of this year, right? The beginning of this year, it was the end of January. I became the Nick nomination guy. That Nick yeah. nomination trend was going around uh, internationally where, where they were asking everybody to down drinks. I decided to use my South African Ubuntu and instead of downing drinks, I gave someone less fortunate a meal. I nominated two people to do the same and within the space of 24 hours, it uh, the video went viral internationally did you realize how big it would be though not even close i didn't think so i was hoping that uh that a couple of my friends might do the same and and we might have a little bit of a social change with within 10 people never in my million in in my, in my dreams that i think that in the space of two weeks we would have fed a million people it's um it, it was just That's overwhelming good. and unreal and thankful to to the, the community it's it's good news stuff yeah and then beforehand, were you always involved with the community and helping out, or was it just like? That, I think that was my defining moment. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the change. Heaven that opened the up change. and the halves of the angels played. That's it, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, but but enough about me. You. Hmm. I mean, we we have to get your other mother in here one day, so that you can break the news to her. I'm telling you. So of course, people know everywhere. People should know this. Oprah is my mother. Oprah Winfrey, not oh. just any Oprah. The one and only. And right. everybody who does not know that yet, she may deny me herself, but it's, it's going to happen. We're going to get her in studio one day. I think We're going we to make should. it happen. Even we, we'll tweet and harass her, get her on Skype somewhere, somehow, she's going to be in studio. But you know, my thing is, I'm such a 21st century baby. Like, you cannot be blaming me for like being dumped in front of a TV in the afternoons. And of course, organically, I just started watching Oprah. But 
you know, it, as cliche or as falsely philosophical as this may all sound, it really is just about going out there and helping wherever you can, however you can, wherever you can. Um, you know, I was watching, it was really in 2010, I was watching the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah, I'm such like a talk show little it's, addict. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we there's an association for that. To and speak to yeah, people. but then the thing is, she signed off her show by saying, um, be kind to one another. Yes. And it's all these simple words, but if you actually really think about it, can you say that you've gone out there and you've tried your bit by being kind to one another? We aren't asking you to go out there and build a school. We aren't asking you to buy somebody a whole new house. We're just saying go out there and be kind. And that's literally all it is. Yeah, I think the philosophy works for for be kind because everybody's facing a battle that you know nothing about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every single person is going through something. A little bit of kindness goes a long way. And it's just changing that one thought that you have that yeah. will literally change everything. So so just from watching that that one episode of Ellen, I just thought, okay, okay, let's try it. And I hate the universe. I hate and love the universe, really, because the next couple of weeks I was offered to join the Durban Youth Council. I was like, oh, I see this. Yeah, it's so putting I posed, it out into the I universe. I posed it out. I was like, okay, let me try to be kind to everybody. Then I was signed in to join the council. But you know, it's, I, I'm so appreciative of the fact that I was able to join the Durban Youth Council and just to go out there and make a difference because it was young people, everyone who's the same, you know, they all just have the same common goal in mind, you know, we're just going out there. We literally did any and everything just to make a difference. We started collecting bread tags. We used to just visit um, orphanages. We went out there and we just painted and that's when you learn how to beg for sponsorships. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you get people on your side. We did marches, any and everything. And I swear, and you can vouch for this, as soon as you get bitten by that bug, you never want to stop. Yeah. Look, there's there's no doubt that, that there's Oprah in you there somewhere. Ah. You, can, you, can see it, you can see it coming out. You see, Brent and I are going to work well together just because <laughs> he keeps the compliments rolling in. <laughs> but listen, so by the way, to anyone who may not believe in kindness, studies have actually shown that practicing acts of kindness can improve your overall mental health and also benefits the ones you gift with your kindness. So, booyah. Booyah. Yeah. We, now people actually have to start listening. And this is by someone who actually works for the Mental Health Capacity Building Project, who, which is in partnership with the Wild Rose School Division. So, hello, we have people backing us up. Kindness does, in fact, help, and you can't be a mean person. But, you know, it's this show, I think, for me personally... Um, the reason why I've been doing it, yes, I've been filling out on cliffcentral.com and doing any and everything, really. <laughs> but the reason why I, what draws me most to it is just that whole capacity of just going out there to help and doing your bit. And so every single week, this is when we'll be profiling. I think we'll just be dividing the show yeah. into different segments and focusing, you know, local stories, international stories. We'll be profiling an inspirational person of the week. Which can be you. It could be you. We're looking for the listeners. We're exactly. looking for, for real stories from, from the listeners of Cliff Central. And, uh, and as well as that, we'll be finding a whole bunch of good stuff on social media. We'll be focusing on a couple of charities and, and focusing on the good stuff. Yeah. So what good stuff have you found? Let's start locally and make ourselves feel good. Locally. Well, there is an amazing initiative, uh, happening in KwaZulu Natal mm-hmm. from a lady by the, by the name of Tina Mazia. Mm-hmm. Tina started a business where she assisted over a hundred unemployed ladies. Their whole, their whole family. She started a business where she went and found unemployed women specifically yeah. and, and created jobs for them by recycling old plastic into refuse bags. So just like any bits and bobs that she found out there. Yeah. yeah. It, it started, it started as a, as a concept. And it's now turned into a full-fledged business. Uh, her refuse bags are available in all of the spas and checkers in, in KwaZulu Natal. And she's hoping, hoping to break into, uh, the local markets, Johannesburg, Cape Town, all over South Africa. But it started as one thought where she wanted to assist the community. Mm-hmm. And it's turned into a full-fledged business that is not only helping the environment, but it's also helping whole families. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And really, I think it, it also just boils down to the intention as well. You know, she didn't exactly go out there and say, I want to go out and help 100 people. or I want to, you know, change the world. But no. she went out and she did what was in her capacity and what she felt drawn to, you know. 
Totally. It started with one idea, one person, and it's just waterfalled into something phenomenal. Yeah. So it's definitely something that's just within your heart and comes naturally to you. And that's why I think a lot of people, when they go out and they hear, oh, charity and give back, and it's very important, you're almost disheartened in a way to be like, well, what can I do? Well, well this is prime example of what you could do. Uh, the refuse bags are called Super Mama. And if you Ooh, go Super Mama, <laughs> Super Mama, if you go into a checkers or a, a spa inside KwaZulu Natal and you purchase those refuse bags, you'd be helping the families without mm. giving away money at the side of the road. It changes the whole concept of giving back. Yeah. But are we as South Africans naturally giving people? What do you think, sir? I do. I believe that we have a inherent nature to give back. Yeah. Uh, Ubuntu is real. That's real. We we want to help our neighbors. We want to help people around us. And it it speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. But the world as a whole, you know, there is that sense of negativity. And there's just wherever you go, however you put it, you know, it's it's not like being pessimistic about everything. But it's just being very, very realistic, wouldn't you say? Yeah, totally. But inherently, people want to do good. Yeah. There's, everybody wants to help everybody. And if you have the opportunity, then you can. Okay, so let's try it out. Let's hope our caller, George from Cape Town, is on the line. And let's hear what he has to say. Hopefully, you'll be nice and kind and you're spreading good out there. George, good morning. Good morning. How are you, George? I'm all right. How are you? Good, thanks. Welcome to cliffcentral.com. And specifically for the very first time ever, hashtag hands across essay. What do you have to say, George? I just wanted to say that the girl looks like a sock with eyes. He kind of looks like a muppet. Oh, well... <laughs> How that is amazingly ironic. He's giving. No, is is that the silver lining of the situation? Not at all. I think we need to find the silver lining. A little bit ridiculous. At least he's listening to the show. There's the silver lining. There we go. No, but that's definitely, absolutely my thing. It's just right on the mark. It's negativity for negativity no reason. For no reason. Ay, 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 people. Yeah, that, that's what we don't want. So if you're going to call in and you're going to get involved... <laughs> Don't do that. Prime example. But you know, the thing is, that's the reality of the country we live in. And that's the reality of the situation and the people we deal, we deal with, though. It's, there is a, a factor of it in the world, but we need to always focus on the good. And, that, and that's what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah. But do people really, you know what, let's be optimistic. Let, let, let's let that go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Uh, you you yeah. found a couple of listener stories that... Uh, this is this is the the amazing part of my job, really. So I started off just replying to emails, and I was like, oh, this is the bane of my existence. But then the glimpse of hope of people who are actually really going out there and you know making a difference. So it started off really with these people just aiming to do and get 67 blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, you know, to commemorate Nelson Mandela's 67 yeah. years of service. And out of that, they've ended up collecting thousands of handmade blankets to go out and benefit the country. And so, Caroline Stane, to you, the founder of 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, kudos. Like, I think that's major. It's it's one of those situations, again, where, where one person has thought of one concept yeah. and it takes one difference. Let, let's, let's knit 67 blankets in honor of Madiba and it turns into something that waterfalls into something huge. Who knew people are, <laughs> people are into knitting just to help? So, it's Really is the little things. By the way, Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela Day is in a few weeks. Do you have any plans? Ah, uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff going on at Cliff Central. We got a, we got a lot of plans. It's, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I feel like we're we're almost like conniving in our little lab and like putting our fingers together. Sneaky good stuff. Sne- <laughs> Sneaky good stuff. What a wonderful little contradiction there. But also with keeping with the whole Nelson Mandela thing, there are two women out there. Let me just get their names. Who are Normal, your average listeners, but they wanted to do, they are doing the long walk to Mtata, basically. It's a project they established in honor of Nelson Mandela and his long walk to freedom. So it's going to be an 840 kilometer challenge from Joburg to Mtata established to raise funds towards the construction of the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital in Johannesburg. By the way, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I actually know Irene quite well. She, she's pretty phenomenal. She's almost 60. Uh, and she's taking this trip to Kuno. They are. Ah, yeah, you got it right. <laughs> it, it comes out. Irene will be will be traveling around about 30 kilometers a day, uh, and she's almost 60 years old. 
Uh, she's she's a phenomenal woman who who is continuously looking at new ways to push boundaries yeah. in order to do things for charity. She's actually just completed um, the nine highest peaks in South Africa. It's called the Nine Peaks Challenge, and it was a bunch of ladies that went for a two week period and and accomplished climbing the nine peaks in South Africa. How long did they hike? You see, like people. Yeah, it's it, it was strenuous and um it took them. It was a little over two weeks yeah. to do to do the nine peaks. They drove from from peak to peak and then hiked each peak uh, to the top. That's massive. I think I think what's more important is that she's making a difference at her age, which is phenomenal. Irene is pretty fantastic, and and to to say that you're going to travel all the way to Uno. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel proud of yourself every time you pronounce Uno? Oh, I, I'm not doing it correctly because when really? I hear you, it, it sounds very different. No, Uno. It's a, as long as you get the Click the first the click. click. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, she's she's doing it in 27 days in honor of the 27 years that Mediba spent in in prison. Yeah, so she's doing it with Sane and Kabinde, and they met actually while they were doing Stop Hanging Now. They were involved in that. Yeah, and so from then they joined together and they did the Nine Peaks Challenge exactly. And from there they were actually raising funds from the Imbalance, the community sense in Peter Marisburg on behalf of Meals on Wheels. She just does amazing stuff. They, they, they're continuously just reaching new heights when yeah. it comes to charity. And it's just the average Joe going out there and doing what they can, where they can, with, with what they can. Really, yeah. this whole entire show, it will feel like we're repeating ourselves, but the premise is all the same. Yeah. Wherever you are, in whatever capacity you can go out there and do, it's really just is all about that. So it's hashtag hands across SA right here on cliffcentral.com. It's Brent and I, and we'll be here for the whole hour, just spreading good news, people. Let's be optimistic about the world. This is cliffcentral.com. Let's head off to a quick break. When life leaves you high and dry, I'll be at your door tonight if you need help. If you need help, I'll shut down the city lights. I'll lie, cheat, I'll beg and bribe to make you well, to make you well. When enemies are at your door, I'll carry you away from more. If you need help, if you need help, your hope dangling by a string. I'll share in your suffering to make you well, to make you well. Give me reasons to believe. I would do it for
Oh, what a song. It's Philip Phillips with Gone, Gone, Gone. I, I just have to say, I'm like a little Philip Phillips fan. I don't know what it is. I've never listened to all his music, but the few songs that I've heard. He what? won Idols, didn't he? I think he was in Idols. I didn't watch the American Idols, but that song specifically, it, it, it makes you feel good. Yeah. It's just always the people who never win that actually go out and be more successful. So sorry, Simon Carla had to say it. But this is hashtag Hands Across Essay with Brent and I. This is Sia. And you know what? I think... I was trying to get into the true premise of the show and really hitting a nerve with people. But I think as soon as everybody realizes how great it feels to give, yeah, how genuinely good it is, you know, it really just sounds like we're always just punting all these cliches. But the more you give is actually the, the when, more you get back. Exactly. That's, that, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think people... And maybe not everybody has experienced it, but when you do give back, there's a real pay it forward that happens, mm-hmm. and it ch- it changes something within your psyche, and the universe opens up and starts giving you stuff back. Why do you think we actually aren't considerate enough? I'd be very, very honest and say I was not considerate at all. Like I grew up in Durban, and for me, they spoke about etols. I was like, well, okay. Same Joburg people. <laughs> and now, since I moved to Joburg this year, literally it's the bane. I hate it. So is that is that what changed? It was the move to Joburg? No, it's not the move to Joburg as if it was something big and halves of angels, you know, played. Uh-huh. It, was, it was because now I'm in that situation and now I'm going through it. Oh, so now I will care. And I'm yeah. being very, very honest. And so to really get things to matter, you have to be honest with yourselves. You but do. a lot of people couldn't care less about anything just because they aren't affected. Yeah, maybe it's because as South Africans, we live in little bubbles, wake up in our houses, climb into our own cars. We don't mm. share in, in the European countries or, or let's take London. You climb onto a train where there are thousands of people around you. You're always touched by people. Whereas in South Africa, we do live very solitary lives in the way that we, we function and um, our transportation. Yeah. Uh, but... There's there's always something around you. There's always someone around you. If you get to an intersection, there is always someone there. And one thing that I've always kept true to is if you help the person there, you're not changing them in a bad way. Mm-hmm. People in intersections, you forget, but they've been there forever. They're not they're not going anywhere. Yeah. If you help someone at an intersection, it'll just make a difference for that little moment. It's it's not going to keep them there. They're already there. But don't you think, Brent? It's because I don't know what the correct word or term is, but it's almost as if we as South Africans, as united as we may say we are, we're very disconnected with each other. Yes, we are. Yes, a we lot are. of you know, Marikana is still a topic to this day. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Okay, a lot of people's lives were affected. If we if we look at Marikana, yeah. there, there's the good and the bad. So the bad side of Marikana, there it's still going on, the strikes are still happening. But if you have to do a little Google search right now and we'll post some of this onto Cliff Central Comp Twitter. There are great stories of amazing individuals and people that are assisting the people in Marikana. So they they might not be part of the strike and they might not be fighting for the same wages, mm-hmm. but they are giving them food parcels and they're they're giving them money and they're making sure that whole communities are being looked after. So there's there's the good and the bad side, and we always got to remember that that that's the way it works. There's yeah. there's always going to be bad and there's always going to be good. Are we? Okay, let, let me try and put this great into context as well. Do you think we are oblivious to what is happening or almost ignorant or it's just because we don't care? I, I don't think we're oblivious or ignorant. I think we might become a little bit numb. I think what's Ooh. around us, you become a little bit numb. You you see a lot of poverty and it's around the world. I spent a, a, almost a month in Bangladesh at the beginning of the year and I don't think we understand what poverty is. We, we haven't seen it. I, I lived in a city where people didn't have, there were no homes. There were no, there was no bedding. They didn't need the, the clothing because it's not, not very cold, but I mean, you need to cover yourself yeah. and people were sleeping naked in the road. I don't think we understand the level of poverty in the rest of the world. You mean, okay, let's, let's be careful how we term it. We in certain social economic groups, a certain LSM. Yeah. But we have dire, Poverty and we, suffering oh no, we do. in the, our country as the well. The statistics in South Africa are scary. It's it's scary. It's almost as if when you do read the statistics and you do find out what's going on in the country, it's like, but but how's it possible? 
Just, Why did no one tell me? Exactly. But at the same time, just because you're full and you have shelter and you have clothing doesn't mean that everybody else is like that. Correct. I think, uh, you know, and I'm not going to paraphrase it because I'm not even, um, you know, I can't remember it exactly. But there was this whole thing that I read that, like, if you have three meals per day for 15 days straight, you're in one of the better, like, a minority in the world. Yeah. There's compared to some of the suffering. That, for me, was scary. Huge. It's flipping huge, scary. Yeah. I've, got, I've got statistics. So, yeah. if you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. If you have money in the bank, your wallet, and some spare change, you are among the top 8% of the world. So this is scratch the fact that you may not be saving or you may be in some sort of debt. Erase all of that. Yes. The fact that you have some sort of money, you're already privileged. And that is something I don't think a lot of people realize. Yeah, I think it is. It's scary. So the first one, repeat that again. If you Let me have get shelter, back okay. <laughs> if you have shelter, if Clothing and you can afford you some have, food. If you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. So 75% of the world out there yeah. cannot afford such. And really, it's scary. It's it's, it's another person. <laughs> yeah. It's another human. When you, you know, put it into context, it, it it's frightening. Nothing hit home for me more than you know. I know this seems almost slightly off topic, but it's you know the the kids in Nigeria, the girls yeah. who were kidnapped. When you put a face and a story and a name to what is happening, I think that's when it really hits home. Would you agree? It makes it real. Yeah. When it, when you if you had to drive in the street, just in, in Johannesburg, you drive down the road and if you had to see one of your mates standing on the side of the road begging, mm-hmm. that would hit home for you. That would make it real. Because you don't know the person that's on the side of the road, you feel less for them, I would think. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas if it was one of your friends, it would change your perception. Like, again, with hashtag bring back our girls, you know, there was a huge thing about it and everybody was taking pictures and it was just the hashtag and it was trending everywhere. Yes, absolutely. It made the impact, but it didn't exactly drive people to do more. I feel like, yes, do play your part and put a, a hashtag, but really, you didn't really do much. To be honest, sometimes I hate I hate to throw like the span into the wheel, but the truth is you really aren't doing much. Sometimes a hashtag achieves nothing. <laughs> they people do it all the time. Hashtag Youth Day, hashtag World's AIDS Day, hashtag just anything to make yourself feel like you're involved, but really didn't make an impact. Maybe maybe the point of the hashtag and getting involved on a social media side is that you are talking about it. It it means that you are discussing it and, uh-huh. and a discussion is being formed around it. So I think that using Twitter and using social media plays a huge part in the awareness of what's going on. And hopefully the idea behind it is if you have to tweet, you change one thing, someone picks up on that who's able or has the, the abilities to make that change. Yeah. That then you've made a difference. So I, maybe, maybe Twitter does play a huge part. So you see, I like that. You said awareness, because I think that's when it would play a bigger role. Yeah. Some people with literally just hashtag and bring back our girls, and they put a little picture. That's as if, okay, wash my hands, I'm done. So that's world peace for the day, but really didn't make much. No. For me, the biggest or best social media campaign happened in 2012 with Coney. That's for people who don't know. It was based on Joseph Coney, and it was literally as the Invisible Children was an organization who started this. They said, hashtag Coney 2012, to make him famous. And for me, I had no idea who Kony was. I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, why are you making somebody famous? Neither, neither did the rest of the world. Exactly. <laughs> but the more you do research on it, because I found, okay, as soon as the, the, the these hashtags, and I think it launched in June. Yeah. And they were doing this whole build-up of actually sending sending people straight to their YouTube channel. Yeah. And on in June, I think it was specific 1st of June, if I'm not mistaken, they were launching the video and it was a one-hour documentary of making Joseph Coney famous yeah. and spreading his word. That, for me, was executed well. It's a, that's exactly it. It's awareness. Exactly. And it made the world aware of, of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And I think it also has to do with how you actually put it in almost layman's terms. Yeah. How you put a face and you put a name and you make it hit home. I think a lot of campaigns and, uh, you know, when we focus on social media, they 
hit, they missed that nail just to be able to hit the nail on the head properly. What I loved about Invisible Children is they incorporated, you know, the, the, uh, his name just flew my mind, who actually started Invisible Children. He made a point of stressing that he himself didn't care. No, he wanted to make, he wanted to exactly. make people aware of yeah. what Tony was doing. And he had his son and that's when he started thinking about what his legacy wants to be and how he'll, you know, raise his child in a world where there are some kids, you know, literally the premise of Invisible Children were these kids fleeing from Congo, uh, yeah, DRC, mm. fleeing in the middle of the night to avoid war. And also, you know, when you think of it in 2014, how is it possible that there's still war going on? How is it, still How's it possible that there are still people fighting for their lives? How is it possible that 300 plus girls can almost vanish into thin air and nothing be done about it to a certain extent? To me, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I sound like this massive rampage, but it's true. It is and it's true. serious. You know, I, living in South Africa, and a lot of people would believe, you know, and would side with me, that we know that if it's in the middle of the night and, you know, they're just police on the side of the road and they ask you to stop, you're entitled to carry on driving because they're on Metro Cops and you don't know what they're up to, but you know that, okay, I have these rights and this is what I can stand for and I have this person backing me up and this organization if something were to happen to me. And and that comes from the awareness. So so mm-hmm. exactly what you touched on now with with getting pulled over if you're driving at night, granted that you haven't been drinking, uh, mm. <laughs> no, trust you, me, you, I'm just you. trying to still figure out how to steer and move a brake and hold this and push that. So don't ask me to start drinking or use my phone at the same time. So no, I think ra- I'm ra- rather catch that. a cab. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if someone has to, has to try pull you over, you have the right to go through to a police station. So you can slow down, put your emergency lights on, signal to the police cop to follow you and you can make your way to the police station. And in that way, you can feel safer at the police station. Uh-huh. So there are certain things. We want to focus on the good stuff, though, and we want the uh. we, we want the awareness <laughs> of our listeners. So if you guys have got any stories, any good stuff that you want to share with us, mm-hmm. you can catch us on Twitter at CliffCentral.com. And the official hashtag. I, I just love that nobody else can really steal it from us. Hands across SA. Hashtag hands across SA. Or you can call the studio 861 189 Aren't we on a roll here? So let's, okay, let's be optimistic. Sorry, Sia was a little Debbie down in the situation. It's fine, we brought you back. <laughs> I'll try and have a smile on my face. Fine. <laughs> so what do we have? Let's, let's focus on more good happening. More good. Uh, there's an amazing international story. I don't know what you've done at your age, but I, and, and I could never focus on anyone who, who's made such a huge difference at 111 years old. A woman by the name of Leela Bab Burden has received her high school diploma. Um, no jokes. Um, like one 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 one. They, there's a name for it. It's called a like, cent, like super cent, super centarian narian. I can't even pronounce it. Flipping hell! If you get over the age of seventy, you should start, you know, calling yourself super something. Superwoman, Superman, Super Grandpa. No, I just remember I was nine years old and you can't wait to turn ten for the double digits. This woman is in triple digits. Triple digits, triple one. And and the amazing thing is that she's always been a part of the community. She didn't get her high school diploma for whatever reasons back in, in the days in America. Really? And the school have decided to honor her and give her her diploma at 111 years old. She didn't walk on stage. She she got wheeled on, but she was well, smiling. Well, uh, don't take her shine away, Brent, okay? She deserves it. She was there and she was, she's, she even called herself a young lady. She's a young lady. She's 111 years young is what she says. Uh, I'm all about making people feel good, but you have to be realistic when you triple one years old. Yeah, maybe. I've always said that I want to live till 120. So, so I, need, me? I, I need to start putting on my bucket list what I'd like to do in those last nine years. You want to live till 120. I love life. I love it. Love every moment of it. Yeah, I'm all about that. But 50, you can take me away. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, if I were to throw out the name Marilyn Monroe, what do you think? Wasn't she a 27er? Thank you. But it's just this image that you have. And everybody has that picture of her in the white dress young. and the wind. Exactly. Michael Jackson? I don't think he was young. He was artificially okay, made well, young. 
he looked young. <laughs> he looked young by focusing on great plastic surgery. But the thing is, you don't you don't see like I've just answered your question. You could live till 120 and look like Michael Jackson. No, but then you high get high fives here. No, it is not a high five when you get pulled in 27 directions just to look that good. But that's why I think 50, you're not too old. And you're fine enough to just go in and just, yeah, hey, you can call it a day. As long as people think about C and then they think. What a good innings. Yeah. <laughs> but that's massive. For me, I think you deserve a bigger prize than that, than just recognition. To go out 101, you go out there with initiative to really make a difference in make your life. Make a difference, yeah. I think what's important is that she wasn't able to achieve what she, what she wanted, which was a high school diploma at such a young age, and and the community have honoured her at 111, it's it's a great achievement. Hell's yes. I know I know some people <laughs> who who are I don't know 50 and don't have their high school diplomas. It, it proves that you can basically you're never too old. Yeah, hey. She's living proof. I'm starting to think what's the biggest thing that I've done in my own life as a means to defy all odds, and it's like. Nothing. Well, I'm sure you've done loads, and it's that bucket list that you need to focus on. So we should start aiming for things that will go out there and do a big bang. Yeah. What What's on your list? Top three things to go out there and do good and change somebody else's life. For me, I want to climb. I want to climb Kilimanjaro. That's one of my my bucket lists, and hopefully do it for charity. Oh. Give Give some money in aid of climbing Kilimanjaro. Aren't you like seriously putting? plans and preparation into that like in Correct. the near future yes uh i haven't trained if oh. that's what you're asking but <laughs> yeah that, that, that's sort of the plan is that i want to go out there and climb a couple of mountains for charity near future is like how long like in a month october i've got i've got a bit of time to train so what month are we in now june june july august September, October. that brent that's in four months well, i do crossfit every day so so that counts as some sort of training i just need to start uh they, they say that the best training for climbing mountains is running up Westcliff stairs. So I need to start doing that a couple uh, of times a week. Come on. <laughs> for fun. And I called myself the 21st century kid. You're the total. <laughs> you take the cake for that. Okay, so what are you doing it for hopefully this time in October? We're going to be doing it uh, for Meals on Wheels, which is one of the charities that we've chosen. Mm. Uh, we will be collecting money, which uh, we would be giving to them. And the point is to to document the whole trip. Hopefully, I'll be able to do a show from on top of the mountain. That would be would, rad. Like, you can Skype in. We can do... We'll do a FaceTime. We'll do a FaceTime. That's when I'll actually approve of technology. If 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 by means of technology, we can do that, or technology can give me free food, like make my food, then I'll see that we've accomplished something. Everything else so far, yeah. 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 Average. <laughs> So how long will you be there? I'll I'll be there for eight days, which is it it doesn't even compare. Uh the youngest person to ever climb Everest was thirteen years old. She completed it about three weeks ago. It took her wow. fifty two days. And she came from one of the poorest cities in India. Um she she had got sponsorship to to climb the mountain and um took her fifty two days at thirteen years old. And she only did it to prove Everybody has the ability to do whatever they want. Your dreams can become your reality. You just have to focus on it. You know, for me, what what's bigger than that and what makes a bigger impact is you're being absolutely selfless. Yes, okay, there's a charity at the end of the day that you'll hopefully be helping, but you'll be raising awareness. Yes. And above and beyond all of that, as you know, some egotistical as some of us might be, you're risking your own life. life. Yeah, totally. You're willing to say, heck, you know, I'm going to go up there. I'll potentially be sick. I might get some sort of disease or virus or yeah, you illness, know, whatever it is. I, I don't know. I guess it would work the same on, on Everest. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, no want to just, I, I'm, I don't want to just hearten you. Go out there in October, okay? There's, a, <laughs> there's, there's no shower. Imagine not showering for 52 days. What are the dangers involved? Do you know? With Kilimanjaro, I think it's just altitude. Um, it would be altitude sickness. And if you're not fit enough, then you wouldn't be able, be able to make it to the top of the mountain. Uh, but I'm okay in there. I'll, I'll be fine. Can you at least like, okay, when you're short of breath, don't think about, oh, let's FaceTime Sia and Cliff Central. Rather just walk down and, and survive. We need you here, not there. I'll keep that in mind. Brent oh, is ready to die. My goodness, please don't. <laughs> so that So that's in your like top three. So climbing peaks. Ooh. I haven't even thought about the other two. What What is yours? 
I want, okay, so my thing has always been I'd like to change. Yes, I understand changing many lives is great, but I'd love to be able to change like almost the LSM of one person or a whole family. Like somebody personal, like for us, you know, we have our helper who's, you know, I call her really how many mothers do I have? But I call her my second mother because my mother's a working woman, you know, she, you know, she's had a job since. So does that make Oprah your third? Yeah, somewhere in the ranks there. (laughs) But I'll help her. She's been with us for 23 years and I'm 19. So she's literally been around at home for more than I have been. And for her to be so loving and to really devote her whole entire life just for me. Mind you, she always, she also has a son the same age as me. So I almost felt so guilty that she literally had a kid and she came back and she was still working for us for all these years. But I've always vowed to say that I at least want to change her life. That means, you know. That's beautiful. Really? And and that's something that you're capable of. You could definitely do that. There's, there's different means. Whatever it is, however it is, but to be able to give her a better life for everything that she's done for me, I think that's, one of the major things. So if I were to be able to change somebody's life like that, I think I would have done good. What say you? Start today. Don't, yeah. Like change one thing. You do it now. Yeah. If you want to make a difference in someone's world and, and you've got the same outlook as Sia, start today. Do it right now. It's all about Tuesday. It's change one thing Tuesday. So change one thing. It's not about a whole drastic no, change in your not life. Not at all. But it's the and little it, things. And it, it could even be something within your business to better the lives of your employees. I have, a, I have an amazing story about, and it happened a couple of years ago. It's, um, it involves American Airlines, mm-hmm. a real story. I thought, I thought this was myth for a while, yeah. but it, it turns out that it's fact. As they, long as the airline is fine and it hasn't disappeared, no, it's still on our radars. Still on then our it's radar. Yeah. yeah, in 2001, after 9-11 happened, they decided that they needed to cut back costs because people weren't really flying in America mm-hmm. after that tragic 9-11. So they decided to cut out one olive from each salad they served. And it landed up saving them $40,000 a year. 400,000 rand a year of one olive out of their salad. That's changing one thing, but making an absolute difference within your company. Well, okay, sorry to play the devil's advocates, but I hope the money is going towards a good cause. We need to find out. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to send them an email. We'll tweet them. <laughs> Let's not personally like applaud people, then they're just becoming fat cats. But also that Google did something nice. So yes. companies and bosses aren't big bastards, really. They do no. nice things. No, uh, there was an, a Google employee who had a little... A little girl, her name was Katie. Her name is still Katie. It hasn't changed. <laughs> this only happened last week. Yeah. And her father's birthday is coming up tomorrow on Wednesday. Oh, so wow. she decided to write a little letter to her, her father's boss. I don't know how it exactly got to him, but she wrote a letter in, in blue crayon. And basically it just said, dear Google, can you please make sure when daddy goes to work, he gets one day off? Like he can get a day off on Wednesday because daddy only gets Days off on Saturday. P.S. It's his birthday on Wednesday. Uh, and, uh, and the, <laughs> yeah, the CEO of Google replied, sent her a, a letter. Most probably went home with her father, the letter. Hopefully. Hopefully. And Hopefully. It, it read, Dear Katie, thank you for your thoughtful note and request. Your father has been hard at work designing many beautiful and delightful things for Google and millions of people across the globe. On the occasion of his birthday and recognizing the importance of taking off some Wednesdays during the summer, we are giving him the first week of July as vacation time. Enjoy, Daniel CEO. The the Google CEO took time out of his day to actually respond to that. Well, we hope so. We hope it's not. Uh, it's just the a- office of the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a beautiful gesture. Um, just giving back to your employees. Yeah, changing one thing. And I think it really is really all about the legacy of what Google stands for. And yes, they are just a company and yes, they may be super well known, but it's all about the legacy that you live and and the legacy that you even leave after you're gone. For example, I've heard of this woman. um, Her name was Jane. She lived up till the age of 73. And of course, she had kids and then she had grandkids as well. But she died at the age of 73 after a long battle with cancer. And for me, what I love the most about this story is that her grandkids, two of her grandkids, um, Emma, 11-year-old Emma, and 9-year-old Mary Scott, 
decided, and it's been two weeks since their grand has passed away, but it's because of the way her grand lived her life that even with their grief, they thought, you know what, for grand, we're actually going to do 73 days of random acts of kindness for 73 years that she was on this earth. And for me, that's, that's, incredible. that's huge. It's all about really what you do because you can never know what you do for somebody else and the legacy that you live on and how you inspire others as well. Totally. And just to, to think of doing something consistently for 73 days, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even imagine that. That's, and they've done everything really that they love. Like they've, you know, they've been making homemade cards, you know, and they design it specifically for who they're going to send it to. They would get flowers for people. They'd get bubbles for people. They'd make gourmet. They actually went out and they, you know, realized how to make gourmet coffee and they bake bread for random people. So it's just all about that wherever and however, you know. Are they, are they posting this online? Exactly. Yes. So you can follow them on Facebook. It's the Believe in the Magic of Kindness. That's the name of their Facebook page. So you can follow their journey. Like the very first thing that they did was they actually went to their grandfather's house. You know, who, you know, the grandfather who lost a wife, really. And they picked a bouquet from the garden and that, you know, the garden that the grandmother actually used to go out and, 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 um, take care of. And so they presented it out to his grandfather, to their grandfather so that That's he, beautiful. so that he doesn't dine alone that night. So it's the, like, it's the little things. It's all the little it things. Here, damn it. It's, it's, it's like the nice little sweet things that actually make a difference. And, uh, it puts a little, oh, in your day, in your heart. So yeah, sweet. That's amazing. We want we want to hear the stories from our listeners as well. So if you've got any ah oh, moments, <laughs> we are giving you exactly five minutes to cry. No, I'm joking. Br- bring it on. Bring we'll, it on. Yeah, we'll be like the shoulders for people to cry on. We've got tissues in the studio. We're not scared. Yeah, we won't. We won't judge you. Not at all. I'm Oprah's son. Oprah's done far worse. But <laughs> what I love. Okay, we. I I can't believe an hour is almost done. Brent, it's flown by. Um, can we still like time flies when you're being kind? Oh, I love that. I love that. Time flies when you're being kind. So hint, hint, nudge, nudge to everybody out there. And I think it really is that I think from my side, the whole premise of the show is really about inspiring people to do whatever they can in their current situation. You know, even if you can only afford to go out there and spend 10 rand. You know, totally. You can still get, you know, a loaf of bread for somebody who desperately needs it. And it, it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about us. It's yeah. about, it's about the community. And we, we want to focus on the good stuff that's happening out there. We're going to continue to bring you inspirational stories and, and really cool stuff that's happening out there. Yeah. But we want to hear from you. We want to hear your cool stuff as well. Yeah. But I know it's, I don't know. It's sad to say that it's almost a South African way of being conditioned. That like, oh no, you don't have the little street kid because he's high on drugs and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And oh, he's probably going to steal from you. But we need to focus on different things then. Yeah. We need, we need to change people's perception. Somewhere out there, a mother has lost their son to drugs and that's why his son is out there on the street. Agreed. And it's all about looking at things in context. You know, I did the Youth Day show for Cliff Central and for me, once again, you hear all these things about Youth Day and how many people died and the violence, et cetera, et cetera. And it's almost very factual, and that's the way it is. Yeah. But once I interviewed the people who were actually there on the day and the way they told their stories, that it wasn't just, you know, 200-odd people who died in, in Alexandra Township on the day, but they were able to say, you know, it was somebody down my road. Yeah. And it was someone I went to It makes to it real, it, and it changes your perception. It's all, it's all about perception. Exactly. So it's just all about doing, you know, going out there and making a difference. And talking about this, you know, gamers usually have a bad rep. They are just known as people who wear diapers even in their adult years and they don't, and they don't sleep. Just, yeah. They, they, they stay awake late at night playing games. So can we actually give gamers a nice good name right now? Change so the perception. Happening right now. I think this will be like the little, well, my version of the inspiration of the week. My personal inspiration are the people behind www.gamesdonequick.com. And they have started a whole initiative to raise money for Doctors Without Borders. That's, you know, to fund doctors going out and helping in random parts of the world. And so they've called it the Summer Games Done Quick. It's running from June 22nd to June 28th. And basically, they'll be doing what they love. Playing <laughs> games. It will literally, it, it literally is a gaming marathon just in the aid of all you can do is you go onto the website 
and you start looking at the progress of their players. So you start looking at like, okay, he's a good one to bet on almost. And so you donate money to the specific player who you think will go the furthest. But all of that money that you donate with goes straight to Doctors Without Borders. So that's like... That, that's gambling with purpose. It's fantastic. <laughs> it reaches it reaches every tick box. Can you not use the word gamble? It's, it's, <laughs> you're making peculiar peculiar monetary choices. It's gambling. It's gambling. <laughs> and it's, it's fantastic because you get to give money. Uh, you get to bet on, on gamers. And then your money gets to go to a charity. Yes. And what I love the most is if you go to the website right now, gamesdonequick.com, you can actually look at all the donation stats, you know. So, so far, there have been 3,000, 3,000, I nearly said 3,000, 2,000, like our dearest. Um, well done, Jay-Z. Yeah, let's not go down that road. 3,241 donors, 3,235 donations. So, in total, $99,239.79 has been raised. So it's going straight. A bucket load of money. That's amazing. That's almost 100,000 US dollars. So times that by what's seven or eight? Call it, call it 10. Okay. Well, flip in the hell. That's almost a nice million going straight to Doctors Without Borders. So it's an amazing thing. And what's even better is if you go into their website, www.gamesdonequick.com, you can actually watch them play their games live. And for me, I'm not a gamer, but this is totally not interesting at their specific games. I just like to look at their facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's whole so websites dedicated to their facial expressions. They are playing. so into it. Like right now, there's this guy, he's in a clammy, sweaty blue t-shirt, and he has this grizzly beard, unkempt. But the frustration, you need and a the tweet intensity, a photo. You need a photo. That's people hilarious. have to go into those websites. It's absolutely hilarious. And they actually even have a, an audience at the back. And you can tell how engrossed they all are. So and you can give back to charity. So you look, you're looking yes. for a good way, uh, have a good laugh, gamble a little bit, and give back to charity. Look, they're my inspiration of the week. Who's my, yours? my inspiration of the week ties in uh, with something that's pretty current, the World Cup. We're either watching it or avoiding it depending on if our team's there or not. Uh, <laughs> soccer star uh, from Ghana, his name's Sully Muntari, has provided one of the most heartwarming moments in the World Cup. He went out to one of the poorest uh, cities inside Brazil uh-huh. and spent time with the kids playing soccer, handing out free shirts, autographing stuff, and giving money to the community. They've, ca- they've, caught, it, they've caught it on camera, and it doesn't look like it's a, a media... Media he didn't PR. just do it's it not for a, the publicity. No, there's the no, there's no publicity there. It seems to be quite authentic. Yeah. And it was only him who went, so it wasn't like it was the whole team. But it's, it's quite phenomenal to see someone like that making a difference. Mm-hmm. It's, it's inspiring. It's huge. Come huge. on, people. So I can't believe for the very first time ever, an hour's gone by, and I feel like there's so much more to say, and there's so much positivity to spread out there. But you know what? I'm so proud of. I nearly said I'm so proud of us on air, but that makes me sound so narcissistic. So I'll say I'm so proud of us off air, Brent. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll stick to that. Look, hands across SA. It's live. Uh, we've launched it today on Change One Thing Tuesday. I want you guys to, to send in your story so we can focus on you next week. Let us know what you up to, what the good stuff is, yeah. and we can talk about it. It's only just the beginning. And hey, you know what? I think definitely the bigger picture, it's not about me or you. But it's actually about, even if you want to pinpoint it on somebody specifically, Nelson Mandela, the great Nelson Mandela, who devoted 67 years of his life. My goodness, I'm not even 67, and I can't even imagine devoting my mere 19 lives for somebody else. But for him to go out there, and all he wants us to do is go out there and make a difference in the world with our own hands. So it's all about taking initiatives, right? Hashtag Hands across SA. Brent, thank you so much. It's been amazing. Thanks. My hand to yours, it's a high five. High five. Done. So this is CliffCentral.com, the very first episode of Hands Across SA. Thank you so much for joining. Brent and I in studio. Until next week and next time, I'll be on a little later, conducting some of the editions on Cliff Central. But until then, my name is Sia. My name is Brent. Cheers.